Yo, 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 it's your boy Dierris here at Committed Podcast. Yes, we sir. here with episode one of How to Start a Fire, man. I got my boys with me. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Yeah, so it's Will. You know, I'm back again. You know, you probably heard from uh, me from the introduction. Um, I'm ready to dive into this well-needed and necessary topic. Um I also got my bro E with me today. E, baby. Um, he gonna definitely be shedding some light on this topic, too. What's going on? What's going um, on, man? So he can introduce himself as well. Man, I'm Eric. You feel me? Just here to dissect his word and, Amen. you know, shine a light on these topics, bro. Okay. Okay. So, all right. This season that we working on, the season that we giving y'all right now is called How to Start a Fire. And this one is for the, the new <clears throat> believers. This is for my babes in Christ. And don't take being a babe as an insult because this is a, a, a process, a season that everybody has to go through when you get saved. You don't accept Christ and then walk straight into maturity and you're ready to take on anything in the world. No, you have to go through um, a journey to reach a, a certain level of maturity in Christ to fulfill any purpose he has for you. Right. And so in this we're we're giving okay i'll say it like this we're shedding a spotlight a spotlight on certain things that you need to get started on being a real epistle for christ amen am i yeah, am yeah. i using that right so i hope so <laughs> so when i think of how to how to start a fire i think of the natural sense right let's talk about it so when you naturally start a fire, bro, Zach, I'm going to ask you, bro. When you naturally start a fire, how do you get it started, bro? Talk to me. I mean, when you naturally trying to start a fire, you need certain tools mm-hmm. um, to get that fire started. So uh, nowadays, you know, you need sticks. Yeah. You need uh, wind. Yeah. You need air. You need oxygen. Uh I talked about this last night um, that you can't even start a, your atmosphere have to be right so you can't even start like you know you can't start a fire on the ocean right without there being any type of dry ground like it has your your tools matter to start a fire you need certain tools to start a fire you can't just start a fire with just a pencil you know you need mm. you need the right things to start a fire so some you might need fuel you might need you know what I'm saying right. um you might need dry material mm. to get that uh, that fire started. So, I think that's a perfect analogy to understand. Like, if you starting your 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 walk with God, you need certain tools to keep to get your fire even started. Mm. You know. See, that's good. So, when I think of that's good, bro. Because when you starting a fire, so basically you saying you got an object. Yeah. You need something else to get that object on fire because that object can't get itself on fire. Right. It's right. no different in a body. When you are walking, okay, when you first confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you want to begin this walk, you can't get on fire for God by yourself. He didn't design it that way. That's God that did that. Right. And so when I think about that, as a, as a human being, if I can't get myself on fire, I need somebody else. So mm. there goes the community. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how important your community is or needs to be when you are beginning to walk with Christ. Yeah. Let's say you was at a, a um a concert or you was at some type of experience where you received Christ, where you told yourself, you said, you know what? I'm done running. I don't want to live in sin, God. I want to spend an eternity with you and the rest of my years here on earth with you. You accepted Christ. And that's the most beautiful thing you can do. But right after that, you got to get surrounded by 
by people that will keep you in that place and push you to go forward in that place. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> um, so I want to give an example of how bad, a bad community can, can kind of get you off course. There's a scripture in the Bible, 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Um, I'm reading it in KJV. It says, this is Paul talking. It says, be not deceived. Yeah. It says, evil communications corrupt good, good manners. Yeah. But if you pay attention to the scripture, right after that, he says, awake to righteousness and sin not. For some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. If we look at the way he worded this, so we understand the first part is kind of self-explanatory, right? Evil communications corrupt good manners, right? right you right. want to do good, you surround yourself with bad people, you'll do bad. But then he says, awake. Yeah. To righteousness. And we understand that righteousness is being in the right position with God. For you, for your life, right? But he says, and sin not. Because if you read your word, you'll understand that sin becomes a barrier between you and God, right? Sin comes with shame. Sin comes with lies. Sin comes with so much. And when you are indulged in sin, you begin to separate yourself from God. So Paul is teaching like, look, if you around bad people that are not awakened to righteousness, you won't awaken to righteousness, right? right. And he also said, you know, for some not for he said to sin not for some not have the knowledge of God that's basically saying like look you having the knowledge of God can't be around folks that don't unless you know you're ministering to them or giving them the gospel but if you just hanging out kicking it chilling that's going to hinder you you're not going to be able to shed light on them that's going to hinder you I mean Eric you want to touch on that Man, yeah, I actually want to touch on what you had asked, what you had asked Will uh, a second ago, asking him like, what does it take to start a fire? And yeah. He had touched on something that said you can use it. It could be a lot of different elements that mm -hmm. that uh, start the fire, like fuel mm -hmm. or sticks or you know the right atmosphere can just start a fire, man. But I think it also points to the fact that like. Some of us found Jesus unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. Some of our fires got lit, and we ain't know what was going on. So that's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, I grew up in church. Y'all mm -hmm. know my story. Mm -hmm. And for the people who don't, man, I'm a church boy. Like, <laughs> been in church my whole life, like, type stuff. So I will always see, you know, people on fire for God. Mm -hmm. But, like, the way that I, and excuse me, you know, I ain't got the best voice, you feel me? But we gon' we gon' we gonna rock with it. Now tell them why your voice out, bro. Man, it was been a busy weekend, man. A lot of singing, bro. A Here lot of go. praising Jesus, bro. But um, you know, I know people who have found Christ um just from a simple conversation between one believer and an unbeliever, you know what I'm saying? I was watching a, a little podcast yesterday. This guy found Jesus in jail. He was facing life. He was facing life and he said he was about to kill himself. And right before he did that, he heard the voice of the Lord tell him, like, it's another way. You know what I'm saying? So his fire got started because of the position he was in. You know what I'm saying? And what, what uh, you know, like, his circumstance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 man, so many ways that a fire can be started. But to your question, like, as far as community, uh -huh. um, man, I was doing, you know, a little... You know, a little, little, little research. You feel me? And I started looking up definitions, and one of the definitions on, that has bro. stood out to me it says, um, "A feeling 
of fellowship with other others as a result of sharing common attitudes interests and goals so like man oh, rewind bro yeah i'm gonna say it because that was deep i'm gonna say it again common what common interests attitudes and goals so it's only a community if there's a common interest there gotta be common interest that's bro. deep bro yeah it gotta yeah. be common interest bro so if y'all ain't got common interest it's not a community it's not a community, community. Yeah. association we kicking it yeah um i'm around you but i don't i don't identify with you at all mm. you know what i'm saying so i mean Community is so important because, you know, Proverbs 27, 17 says, iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. So one man sharpens another, you know what I'm saying? You sharpen yourself when you're around other people That's cool. who share a like mind with you, you know what I'm saying? Um, you can confess your sins like in James 5. Just confess your sins one to another and pray for each other that you may be healed, you right. know what I'm saying? The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Mm-hmm. So like, they're so having a community helps you so much man it it allows you to you know grow personally um it allows you to excuse me be able to express yourself you know what i'm saying unfiltered mm. you know what i'm saying like be able to you know what i'm saying because everybody when they get saved you know everybody don't stop cussing automatically yeah for yeah. sure you know, let's be a yeah. hundred you know yeah. what i'm saying everybody don't stop smoking automatically yeah. everybody don't start you know what i'm saying stop just everything cold turkey not saying that it's impossible because i've seen it happen mm-hmm. i've seen people that the taste of you know cigarettes or weed literally leave them mm-hmm. and they'll never touch it again but you know some people they still fall you know that's why i thank god for grace and mercy but mm-hmm. Man, when it comes to community, being able to talk to somebody, be like, hey, yo, bro, like I'm struggling in this area. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you talk to an unbeliever about that, they might be like, it's okay. Yep. Like, everybody, nobody perfect. It ain't about perfect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It ain't about a pre- perfection. It's about obedience. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, bro, that's that's really like what I was looking into or what, what I think of when I think about community, bro. Yeah, man, I agree with him, man. When I think about it, too, it just reminds me of, like, a collective of people who you can trust, you know, that you know that's going to... that's gonna have your back you know what i'm saying like when you're going through a, a dark time you know that you can you can trust that they're gonna be there i think that there's a, a really thin line between community and family um it's just like That's your community is your family your family is your community and i'm not just talking about blood i'm just talking about you know what you touched on talking about common attitude interests and goals i'm just sharing that same type of like uh understanding of like uh what you believe in and um yeah i, I totally agree with him i do too yeah now that's actually pretty deep now see y'all deep see now i gotta go to the word you feel me bro that's what we're here for because the bible <laughs> the now in acts chapter 2 yeah. verse 44 for yeah. those that don't know in this chapter in acts you got people does. receiving the holy ghost yeah. people speaking their tongues for the first time to witness to other folks that spoke a different language a lot of things going on but towards the end of this chapter you'll see that peter was witnessing to many 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 souls like thousands of people at one time and the bible says that those that believed the words he was saying were being saved they were getting baptized there was miracles being performed but i want to go to this specific spot in the bible acts chapter 2 verse 44 it says and all that believed were together yeah and had all things in common look how we looking at the definition of community there's a common interest in the bible goes on to say the same thing it says and sold their possessions and goods imparted them to all men and every man had need as every man had need meaning they were giving their things away to help the next man yeah 
because if you your real community should not be there for you for their own gain right they should be there for you for your gain in christ right it says and they continuing continuing daily with one accord in the temple one accord one mind right and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart praising god and having favor with all people all the people and the lord watch this part it says the lord added to the church daily such as should be saved what i want to take away from that passage is that you can see how the the um your action should be when you're in a community right if you have the right community around you there's certain things that they should and shouldn't be doing they should be one putting their self second right they should have some type of meekness and because that comes with the holy spirit some type they gotta be they they gotta be they gotta gotta be be humble yeah too they they can't be manipulative yeah Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying they can't have those type of attributes because god can't move through that he won't move through that right and um you'll see that people that are supposed to be around you man they just want you closer to jesus and whatever jesus looks like edify edify right they edify you right because some of us are that we get saved and get groomed to be pastors teachers preachers evangelists worship leaders i don't care if god wants you on a business or see a school teacher whatever your community should find should be able to be used by god to push you in that right direction to purpose you right you know what i'm saying yeah um but then it makes it goes back into the thought process okay i know what my community looks like but what do i need to do what what does my actions need to look like right Mm -hmm. and before you even get on thinking about being perfect and all of that you got to understand you need to be discipled right and to be disciple the disciple comes from the word discipline Mm. right be prepared for some discipline in your walk because if you don't have a form of discipline you won't grow in 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 the ministry you won't grow in faith because if you read your scriptures all these men they either had discipline or had to find it right you know what i'm saying like to be used by god in a lot of these things they had to find discipline right too so i want to ask y'all a question what's up what does being disciple look like i'm gonna start with you zach well, before you could talk about what discipleship looked like, you need we need to define what a disciple is. Oh, define so, it. Bro. Talk to me. A disciple, okay, a disciple of Jesus, a disciple is a disciple of Jesus Christ. Um, is one a, a person who has denounced himself and mm. pledged their life to being in a lifetime apprenticeship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. Um, talking about that at church. Yeah. So that we we have to understand that's what a disciple is um and why discipleship is important discipleship is the mechanism that conforms people to christ yeah it conforms people to christ so um and it also helps us with our understanding on how we should properly conduct ourselves in the faith we need that type of mentorship um everyone needs that type of mentorship when they first comes to the foreknowledge of who god is um, when I think about people, even in the Bible, uh, Timothy uh, always had Paul, and Paul yep. was like his father in the ministry. Yep. Yeah. Um, we need fathers in the ministry. Good, we need uh, shepherds in the ministry. Yeah. We need pastors who are. We need. We need to touch on the negative and positive of 
negative mm-hmm. or, or an unhealthy discipleship yeah. but for the positive we need people who are are gonna be there for our service for service uh, for servanthood to walk us into the proper way to conduct ourselves in christ mm-hmm. so um that's what a disciple is and that's why i feel like discipleship is important for everyone who who is saved like mm-hmm. everyone who's saved because we are meant you are a disciple but you're supposed to go make disciples mm. so like how can you go make disciples if you don't even bro. know yeah, if you don't even know um if you never experienced discipleship how can yeah. you disciple somebody else you can't take them to a place that you haven't been you can't take them to a land you can't lead people to a place that you haven't been that's uh that's what we would call a fraud mm. you know so you want to be honest. You want to be honest with yourself and ask yourself, have I been properly discipled? And I, I, I'm not I'm not insensitive to those who've been in unhealthy, unhealthy environments where they feel like, well, um, I've been in manipulating communities yeah. where um, some things are unbiblical. Yeah. You know, sure. so um, so we can talk about that, too. But if y'all want to talk about. Nah, nah I got to ask you a question because you done got deep. Go ahead. Where, where can somebody find right that correct discipleship like you just like you just mentioned yeah so like i said it it, you have to well you have to understand like the fruit the fruit of people the spirit the fruit of the spirit you need to understand like you need to understand like there are certain fruits that you should look um at your leaders and 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 compare that to scripture you know you want to find people who are not um, just out to tell you to do something for their own benefit. Yeah. You know, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna be around people who have your best interests in mind. Mm. So they, they wanna see you empowered. They, you know what I'm saying? It's not just always like you just taking, yeah. but you wanna be around somebody who genuinely care about you. They have your best interests, and that's how you know that you're in a in a healthy environment, in a healthy space. If if people are willing to serve. Instead of take. That's good, bro. You know, so they're willing to serve. That's I feel like that's that's a uh, great characteristic, bro. Great, great. That's how you know you're in the right ministry. Yeah, you in the right place. If they willing to serve, you in the right place. Yeah, you know. So. Nah, that's good, bro. Hey, speaking, I was on the phone with Ivan. Um, shout out to Ivan. Man, shout out to Ivan. His new church. Yeah, he just started. You know, saying reveal church. He gonna be on here one of these episodes. One of these days. But he said something so deep to me, bro, because he was. He was testifying about how his pastors, yeah. the preachers, the the, the head, yeah. right? How they serve more than the congregation. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. It but should be. we see so much different in the church. And it's not an attack nobody's church. But I don't want nobody feeling like if they have experienced the opposite, that that's the situation everywhere and that's not the case. Yeah. He said that when you are a pastor, you need to be a servant leader, not a leader that can serve. Yeah. I said that that's deep. Bro, let's talk about it for real, man. Cause that's deep. I go to uh, Revival Center in Cincinnati. Shout out to them. Uh, my pastor, Wayman Dean, bro. Shameless plug. Shout you, him out. You feel me? Shout him out. Check out his uh, him on all platforms. <laughs> we got some music out there. Um, Big Me. But um, just like no, on some real stuff. Like, So we have church on, as y'all know, we have church on Saturdays. You know? Uh, we have church also on first and third Sundays, but because we have service on Saturdays, um, it leaves our Sundays open. Yeah. So you know, 
and one of the things that when I was having a conversation with him about, he's like, bro, you know, I put y'all in a position to where it's okay for y'all to go serve somewhere else. Mm-hmm. My pastor, my overseer, bro, sings praise and worship at another church mm-hmm. every wow. Sunday. Wow. Every Sunday. And then come back and have 3, 3 p.m. service on first and third Sundays at our church. Wow. He put me on at the church that he's still singing at. You know, now I have a new position, you know, worship pastor at Chosen Church here in Dayton, Ohio. Shout out to them. Shout out to them, Shout too. out to them. But because servanthood is so important, it's like, yo, I'm not telling y'all that just because y'all go to this church, y'all can't go serve somewhere else. Because mm-hmm. he's used by the Holy Spirit to he, talk about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's he's led by the Holy Spirit for sure, bro. So, like, being able to see that example, like, I'll walk in the church and see my pastor vacuum, man. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that you yeah. ain't seen, like but I'm just saying volume. it yeah. speaks volume because it's like, bro, he ain't so high yeah. that he can't touch, he a can't touch a vacuum. You know what I'm saying? And we it's it's not like we we look at we not like hey let me stop you pastor yeah. or let me da 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 no but it makes us want to serve as well you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. like oh i see you taking your time out to make sure that you know the podium is wiped down you know right. what i'm saying cuz you know germs is still out there mm-hmm. hey I got you. Don't even worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you go ahead, focus on the word. I'll do that for you. But being able to see a leader, somebody who's over the church, you know what I'm saying? Who God has placed over that church to, you know, shepherd over that house. Be like, nah, bro, I'll wash your feet. You know what I'm saying? That's what Jesus did. You know what I'm saying? When God came down, he did that. He he did that. He was washing the disciples' feet. Like, who are we not to serve one another, bro? You know what I'm saying? I think that servanthood is something that you should definitely look for when you're finding a good you know leader in a good church bro and the crazy thing is when he was talking about uh uh the fruits i have pulled up the scripture already galatians 5 bro Mm -hmm. talks about the fruit of the spirit like love joy peace um long suffering kindness faithfulness gentleness self-control self you know what i'm saying like Come on, man. Like, these are things you should be looking for, but these are also things you should be producing. Let's just be honest. Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? Let's be honest about it. But when it comes to, like, finding somebody who you're, you know, trying to be discipled by, they should be exuding these these characteristics. You know what I'm saying? And you never want to go and try to get under somebody who... It's about self. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's that's where a lot of these churches go wrong. You know what I'm saying? You know, I've been in certain positions, you know, under certain certain leaders, as y'all know. You know what I'm saying? Like, where at some points it got about self. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you can see when it got about self, things start shifting immediately. You know what I'm saying? So finding somebody who, who serves the Lord, but also serves people. Yeah. That's a great characteristic. That's a great place to start, bro. Yeah. See, now we're going to tap into service. Look, man, that's a real thing. Yeah, for real. It starts at home. Yeah. That's another thing, too. A lot of people that don't know how to properly serve is because they don't know how to serve in their own home. And this is for, like, married folks. You got to understand that if you don't serve your spouse, there's an actual scripture in the Bible that tells you you don't need to be serving in nobody's church. It's a fact, bro. You know what I'm saying? And so we got to understand that servicehood... Man, God honors that like tremendously. Servanthood, bro. Like yeah. that is a that is like a a man's one assist. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to be real, he said, Jesus has said, Jesus was God himself, had literally said, the greatest amongst you is what? A servant. Servant. That's the greatest. And this is people that were used to prophesy, speak in tongues, lay hands, cast out devils, all type of uh, anointing and amazing things. But Jesus said, bro, the greatest thing you can do is serve. He said, no greater form of love than this, a brother will lay down his life for his brother, right? For his brother, right? That's service. Yeah. That's, that's the greatest form of love? There's another scripture in the Bible, and um, it's um, Colossians chapter 3. It says that... Um, Love, like genuine love, mm. is the bond of, perfe of perfection. Mm. That's the bond of perfection. Like, wow. Is it important to stay away from sin? Yes. Stay away from sin. Try not to sin ever again in your life. If you fall short, <laughs> yeah, get back yeah. up. Try to get try again, right? Yeah. Is it important to utilize your gifts for the kingdom and edify in the church? Yes, that's important. Yeah, if you got definitely. a gift for singing, go out there and sing your butt off. If you can prophesy, go learn how to use that gift properly. Anything. Can you teach and preach? Yes. Yeah. Those things are important. But he said the 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 bond of perfection yeah. is love. <laughs> Yes, sir. So it's like those other things are important, but if you don't have love, and we understand that love in the Bible is also called charity. And when you think of a charity, that's something you give and you I don't need a return. Yeah. I want to give to see that I blessed you and I'm sad I'm satisfied with that. Yeah. Because when you give to a charity, do you expect that money back? No. If somebody says, Hey, can you donate to our charity? They use the word donate because they letting you know off rip. You're not getting this back. They didn't say, Can you loan to this charity? Get it back on their taxes, but go ahead. Uh, yeah, we What it's supposed to be, yeah. right? Is uh, uh uh you give. Yeah. So when you get planted in the church. You need to be ready to serve in any way you can. Of course, pay your tithes, right? Because that's telling, that's, that's, the thing about tithing is we understand oh, that it is for you. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation, but that's yeah, a thing right. for you, not the church or anybody else like that. But that, when you tithe, you're supposed to be keeping yourself disciplined, right? Yeah. With your money. That's a disciplinary thing. But I'm saying, like, that ain't enough. You need to be ready to serve. And I want to, since we touched on the, the um, topic of servicehood, what does serving do for you? What, what hold on what you mean what does it do for me yeah so like okay if i got put in a position in the church right right and i'm serving what's my benefit in that man at the end of the day everything you do should be for the glory of god right so but there is a reward there, no there, for sure yeah. there is a reward there is a reward i'm just saying having a mindset of Hey, first of all, this is unto God. Mm -hmm. That's first. That's gonna keep you. Yep. That's gonna keep you humble. It's gonna keep you. Yeah. You know, all of that, bro. Like just, hey, this is for God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But also, it allows other people to see who or see God through you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like when you are uh, serving God, or when you are serving. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my train of thought. You good. No trip, y'all. Bro's wife don't walk down here, bro. I need Chipotle, hey, bro. bro. What? Right, right. Fan, almost bro. some too, bro. Hey. Dang. One of the nice little burrito bowl. Dang, bro. I don't forgot what I was about to say something yeah, profound. Bro, hey, he was about to get deep. She deep, deep, Chipotle, bro. Dang, bro. <laughs> I don't even remember, bro. Nah, that's cool. Let bro. me say this though. Yeah. Can I say this? Yeah. Going back to love. Right. 
when you were saying love, man, Matt, in the Gospels, Matthew 22, where it talks about the two greatest commandments, bro. Come on. It says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And uh -huh. second. Second. Going back to serving, bro. That's equally as important. That is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself, bro. So when I look at serving, bro, I'm loving you like I love myself, man. That's deep. I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna treat you not. And I think this is where we get confused, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might like to be, you know, I'm gonna use a, a hypothetical. I might like to be talked to directly in my face. Let me know right then and there. Yep. And that's how you can love me. Yeah. But for somebody else, it might be like, might hey, be I need you to, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So when it comes to loving your neighbor as yourself, bro, like understand taking the time to understand, on, like you understand how they need to, you feel me, that's bro? Good. Getting to know them, getting to commune with them. You know what right. I'm saying? Because like in community, you got to commune with them, bro. You got to, you got to spend time with them, bro, to get to know them, man. Yeah. That's deep, bro. That is. Okay, okay. So, man, I want man, some Chipotle though. <laughs> so, we done touched on servicehood, man. That wasn't even a part of. Wasn't even in there. Hey, I love how God works because that is so. It, I love it because that is like one of the first things you want to get busy doing. Yeah. And a lot of people. I, okay, let me say this too. Let me say this too. Let Talk me say this it. too. Let me say this too. When you get planted in the ministry and you want to serve, you are not becoming more righteous. Or more safe by out serving somebody else. Man, what I, I got an example of that, but go ahead, bro. Right? I got. We gonna talk about that. We gonna talk because about that because I thought bro. if I served more than anybody else, that God was gonna love me more. No, 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 Get no, an no, extra no, no, drool no, no, no. in your crown. Do you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, going beyond your means does not make God more proud of you. Having a balance in your life is the most important thing, right? Yeah. So if, if you're not available on Wednesdays for church because maybe something else going on, do not think God is gonna punish you for that. The ministry ain't God. It's a it's a tool for God to do certain things. Yeah, because he don't dwell in temples no more. He dwells yeah. in us. We are you the get temple. what I'm saying? We are the temple. He we doesn't dwell in buildings. He dwells in us, inside Man. the building. We're bringing God here. The, the church can Everywhere bring God to us. God here. You get me? And yeah. right here in front of these microphones with us. Bro. You, you yeah. get what I'm saying? And that's yeah. why he was able to move in yeah. just that moment of servicehood because God is in us. Facts. We we in my bro's basement. Like he can use any <laughs> any place anywhere, right? Right. But so we got to understand. I, I want anybody listening to this to understand that serve according to your means. Don't don't overextend yourself because if you go through a burnout, you're gonna be rendered useless. I know us three at this table have experienced that. Yeah. Where you were trying to work 60 hours a week at your job, trying to be at church four days a week. I mean, you know, me and bro married, so you got to come home and do... Overextending yourself way. everywhere, and you a father, those things don't... God doesn't honor that. He wants you to be able to serve and do things in a balance. It's okay to work hard. It's okay to sweat, right? Yeah. But don't get so drained that you start neglecting other things that God put in your life. Yeah. So when you get planted in a ministry... Get busy, but get busy realistically. Be productive. Be productive. Yeah, be productive. If you everywhere, you can't really, you know how they say you, you can be good at everything, a master at none, or you can be a master at one thing. I'd yeah. rather you be a master at one thing. Yeah. Like, if you go to church and you become the cameraman, focus on being the best cameraman you can. Don't be the cameraman and then trying to go preach on Sundays and then go, also take care of the money. And, nah, take it take it one thing yeah. at a time. Like, is that yeah, you want to yeah. touch on that? Um, yeah, man, that's important too. And I just wanted to add this, um, 
scripture from uh-huh. uh, yeah I wanted to add this uh, scripture to that to that topic um it says in Matthew 20, 28, it says, just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve yeah. and to give his life as a ransom for many, you know, um, just to think about that, like Jesus didn't come to be served, but to serve. And then when we look at his just earthly ministry, um, his high levels of just servitude you know what i'm saying like high levels of it and i think like sometimes like what you just said like we don't want to like burn ourselves out thinking that we got to be this pseudo hero yeah um, where we have to be in every aspect of the church be spirit-led like be spirit-led be where god wants you to be in the ministry for a set time you know and and do it to the best of your ability, you do know, it unto God. Yeah, do it unto God, and not unto men. Do it unto God to your for to to your best ability. Yeah, you know, um, that's pretty much all I got to say about that. It just I think that we should take in consideration of like Jesus being the 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 peak of like the best servant servant servanthood that we can ever possibly compare ourselves to. Like yeah. far as serving, um, we should keep that in mind. Like. When we when we are out here, and then keep that in mind, like like we said about uh, being in the right ministry, and just keep that in mind about people who are around you. Just see how they serve others, and the type of spirit that they serve others in. Like you know, um, that'll save ourselves from a lot of harm. It really will. I, I feel like we're helping somebody right now that might be in a place where they don't, they know something's off. You know, they know yeah. something's off, and they don't know exactly how to pinpoint it um pinpointed by that you know pinpointed by by the type of spirit that they're operating in far as like try to spirit by the spirit you know try to spirit by the spirit and, and line like what they do up to, to the word of god you know line it up you know and don't be don't be hyper uh uh don't be a hyper skeptic you know some people just you know just because you in the ministry and you're in the ministry and they not serving um at high levels doesn't mean that that's a reason for you for you to leave be the example you might god might have you there where you there are the the example Man, of great great servanthood great. that's not just a reason for you just to walk out of your ministry yeah. um be the example you know be the example of great servanthood go out and and show people how to be a great ser- yeah. servant you know um I mean, that's all I got to say about that, you know? Okay. So now that we touched on service, I want to backtrack. Um, for those listening that may be new to the faith or want to start their walkovers, nothing wrong with that, right? Reconstructing your faith. Um, I want to I say this. When you get to a ministry, you find a church, you like, you know what? This is a good church for me. I like how the pastor preaches. He's good. This and the third. That's good, right? Um, find a mentor. To correctly be disciple, you need a lot of personal time. You need a lot of one-on-one moments. Because church is great, right? Every Sunday, some church got their Bible studies on Wednesdays, prayer nights on Mondays, stuff like that. That is fine. Stay busy, get active. But you need those moments where you're at home by yourself and sin likes to, sin likes to creep up at its peak right there. And you need somebody to call. Hey, I got the urge to look at something I don't need to look at or say something I don't need to say or even be around somebody I don't need to be around. 
in that one-on-one prayer uh, take you really far because i'm gonna I'm be honest about my walk yeah it was moments where i'm gonna tell y'all about my friends bro go find friends like mine when i was just beginning to walk with god i think i was a year in i was like we're real depressed bro like sad but i kept it to myself because most of my life because i didn't grow up in church i'm like eric you know what i'm saying he grew up in church in boy he a church shout kid, out to you know all the church boys and girls i, ain't a church kid. I got saved when i was 20 you know what i'm saying but <laughs> he late to the party y'all. i was late to the party at least i got there you feel me and so I, it was a moment where i skipped out of church and everything i didn't talk to nobody because i was just at home depressed i was at home watching tv and i got a knock on my door it was like eight of the homies at my door. Eric, you remember that? Y'all popped up at my house on me? I remember that, Popped bro. straight Fairborn. up on me. Yep, when I was living in Fairborn. Yes, sir. For those, for those that don't know, we, we live in Dayton, Ohio. You know what I'm saying? The best city in the world. But uh, <laughs> they popped up at my house, man. And because they knew. They, y'all called me Silas. Silas is off right now. Bro, he, ain't, he ain't right. He man. ain't right. We need to pop. We need to pull up on him. Pull up on him, bro. Man, they pulled up on me. And if it wasn't... For moments like that, I don't think I still would have been walking this walk. Yeah, it's important, bro. It's important. Like yeah. we 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 Make undervalue, friends. we undervalue friends. Right. We undervalue them. You need yeah. That community is like not just, you know, like I don't know. It ain't a business partnership, bro. This is like a real. It's like no, I'm friendship. doing life with you. Bro. Yeah, like I'm living yeah, life yeah, with yeah, you yeah. for real. Like you, my yeah. dog. Like y'all, my dogs. Type for stuff. real. I can call y'all for anything. Y'all don't call y'all for anything. Yeah, yeah, come on, yeah. bro. It's helped me keep my fire going. Yeah. yeah. And so that's something you need to find in ministry. Because sure. if you don't, you will fall off. How, I, how I'm how i confidently saying that is because that's the way God designed it. Yeah. Go to a scripture and point to any man of God that did this alone. I sit here and wait. From Genesis to Revelation, every man and woman of God had a community of people that would lit, keep them pushed and even closer people about certain things. Right. The Bible says that when Jesus had the crowd following him with disciples, it was a few hundred of them. But we understood he had 12 apostles, 12 true disciples that he sent out. But it was only three that seen the transfiguration, right? Yeah. There's You got to have like, if you're a boy, you need your boys. Yeah. If you're a girl, you need your girls. So when you get planted in that church, if you ain't got people in your life that are like steadfast and like really um, mature in God and Christ, yeah, you need to find somebody in the church that can really become your new best friend that will like be, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like yeah. that, what you need in that. Yeah, I, th- I think the misconception is once you get saved, it's not fun no more. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. right. Let's be honest, bro. Yeah, like because you know. <laughs> When you out doing what you doing, mm-hmm. being dirty, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You ain't got no shame about it. But why is it that when we come to Christ, it's like, hey, I got to just not have fun no yeah, more. Yeah, I got to stay in the house. Nah. Right. I got to read my we Bible outside. 23 and a half hours. Right. And I only got to sleep for 30 minutes. And yeah. then I got to wake up and do it again. Yeah. Like, nah, bro. Like, one thing that I've heard, okay, for those who don't know, I'm a single parent. You know what I'm saying? Um, I had a, a son out of wedlock, you feel me? Um, but one of the things that I've I've learned is that God honors the time that I spend with him, mm. even when I got my son around. That's- even if it's just me walking around saying, thank you, God, I, you know, praying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not necessarily, not saying I don't get my study time in. Mm-hmm. I don't trip. I get my study time in, for sure. But... I don't have this I can't direct my time 
in the same fashions that I used Come to do on, it before. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I used to be able to wake up at 8 a.m., spend time with God, this, then the third, whatever, and really dissect the word and be cool. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, read and just pray throughout the day. Now I got an almost two-year-old who comes and gets to my house at <laughs> 9 in the morning. Yes. Yeah. And from that point, we don't go. Yeah. You know yep. what I'm saying? So... It's important. God honors, you know what I'm saying, that, and He understands. You know, we have we have life, and mm-hmm. you know, getting back to my point, like when it's important to have friends because, bro, they go outside. Yes. Yeah. It's go, okay. Go live your life. It's okay. It's yeah. okay to go yeah. to the movies, bro. Sin does not mean living life. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like right. it's okay to go play basketball. Y'all know we yeah. all we we, hoops. we we hoop, bro. We, hoop. we hoop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, before COVID and before you know we our lives went in a little mm-hmm. different directions. Yeah. We out all, you know at the court. Yep. All the time. So two, three in the morning just hooping. You know what I'm saying? We weren't smoking. We weren't cussing each other out. We weren't you know. Yep. You know, yeah. doing what the old preachers say. You know, I hear, you know, uh, at the clubs. Yeah. Nah, bro. You know, no, bro. We was just enjoying each other's time, bro. Genuinely, though. And genuinely. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, when you get around people who are saved, bro, you can still dance. Yes. Right. All right? You can, yeah, for you sure. can still rap. You know, yeah. shout out to William Pippins. You know, he all on every <laughs> yeah. every shout platform. Out. Shout out to Silas. You Not feel me, bro? Yeah. King Silas. All platforms. Shout out to Will Kellum. You all platforms. Demo yeah. Freeman. All platforms. You, you feel me? Like, Y'all, y'all, y'all doing it for Christ though, yeah. and it's enjoyable and yeah. it's lit. And it's it good corny. music. Yeah. It ain't corny yeah. at all, bro. And that's corny. the thing. Like, that's a big point. That's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother conversation, man. When it comes to you know C yeah. CCH Young or the CHH whatever, man. Yeah. But but at the end of the day, bro, like you can still enjoy yourself with you your community, bro. Like you can yeah. you can still go outside you can still like and because if y'all want to be a honey being around my brothers we'll be playing basketball and the next thing you know we talking about the scripture yeah, yeah. that's what that's what happens bro we'll be yeah. at yeah. when b-dubs was good you know what i'm saying <laughs> like be at b-dubs talking about we there for a game yeah somehow some way we start talking about scripture yeah yep you know what I'm saying? Community is so important. Keep your fire going because, bro, you know, there's been times where we be on the phone like, hey, bro, what you think about this scripture? Mm-hmm. Right. How do you dissect this? You trying to study this together, bro? Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's important. And it took you somewhere. It took, you know what I'm saying? And now, not only are you rightly dividing the, the word the word of God, but like, bro, it's like, right. you're putting this yeah. word in your heart. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like it's becoming a part of you. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you know, like it, it's important. Those things are very important, bro. When keeping your fire going, man. Like mm-hmm. having that disciple or having that friend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Being discipled by people who are really out here trying to live for Christ. You know what I'm saying? Like those things are important when it comes to just this walk man you know to all the people who just starting out bro find you some friends find man them, bro. please please bro and yeah. if you want to be friendly be friendly friends make yourself friendly you bro. are hurting yourself yeah, yeah bro you yeah, can't do this walk alone you're not supposed you're not, to be alone come on it's not good for man to be alone come on that's the first thing the bible that's, is not good that's yeah the first thing that he said was not good on, yeah man and and just to add to that um accountability is just important because uh, man, that's where we headed. <laughs> you know that's like, the next question that's that's, that's just that's just kind of like what it what it leads into like man accountability accountability is important man so important bro um you just need people and it's just it's like it's like you can you can try to like find people that's 
that's comfortable mm-hmm. to be around, which is easy in a, in the sense of like them not petting your demons. Yeah, or petting pet my demons. Not okay. Let me change that. Petting your your black and wicked yeah. deceitful heart. Yeah, bleed, bro, you know what I'm saying. Bleed. Like your heart. Yeah. We talking yeah, about your bro, heart. That's not gonna, that's not going just that's going to check you. Your so ugliness for sure. Yeah. Be bro. mindful of that. Like be mindful of, of of friends. That's not all. Not not just there for the entertainment part mm-hmm. or the the comfortable the part, but the uncomfortable part. Yeah. Uncomfortable conversations of checking you. Like yo, this you not lining up with with scripture like this you know just holding you accountable and and when i when i think about that too why accountability is inc- is important because um when i think about proverbs twenty eight thirteen, it said whoever conceals their sins does not prosper but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy Shit. so it's just no 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 break that down explain that for the, the new believers conceal conceals yeah conceals um whoever conceals their sins does not prosper that's good. Bro. And when I say prosper, I'm not going I'm not going that's that's between you and God. Yeah. That's between yeah. you and God. Prosper, you know, prosperity um looks different. You know what I'm saying? Pros- yeah. Prosperity may look different in in, in different situations. Yeah, but bro. the one who confesses and renounces their sins finds mercy. And it's like, yo, you need to be around people that's going be there for you that's gonna pray for you when you fall yeah, yeah bro no like when like when i'm yeah. saying when because you're gonna fall you're gonna fall you're gonna, you're gonna fall gonna it's inevitable it's you're gonna fall so when you fall <laughs> hey they probably gonna be listening like yeah. bro what yeah <laughs> no no hey, no bro, you, you walk this no. walk long enough yeah you're gonna fall you're gonna fall at some point in time you just preach that's cool yeah you're gonna fall at some point in time hey i'm being 100 i'm gonna be 100 yeah you don't come into this thing you can you can but you don't come into this thing 100 percent got it all together you know we a mess yeah we a mess and it's like at some point in time it might be you know not as big as others but you're gonna fall and at some point in time you need somebody there that's gonna pick you up that that you can that you can talk to that can pray for you so you can find deliverance and healing mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying they say the, the, the bible says the prayers of the righteous avail much. much so you need people around you that's 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 gonna be there to support you um emotionally spiritually that can be your buddy buddy but then at the same time can be your spiritual advisor mm-hmm. hey. in the same in, 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 in the same breath, you know. So hey man, bro. Um, <laughs> you need real. both, man. You need both. You need you need, you need yeah. the real. You need the yeah. you need real. The thing about that though, like Love that it. whole accountability thing, I'ma just I'ma just kinda break your hearts right now, those that's listening. It doesn't go away. I don't yeah. care how far or how anointed, how high, I don't care how deep you go. You will never get in a place where you don't need accountability. Right, and you will never get in a place where you don't need somebody over you. I don't care if you pastors are the overseer. Pastors, pastors need pastors. Well, who's the pastor's pastor? Another pastor. Another pastor. You, you, you'll never get in. The, God doesn't work that way. Why? Because He loves humility. Being humble is key in a lot of things, and we got to understand that. Um, once you find, like, okay, let me say it like this: you got to find a person for different levels right y'all my bros i talk to y'all like every day you know what i'm saying we kick it we go hang out we do normal things but i also got somebody that i call on that's way more seasoned than all of us all of us 
for specific things, I might not hang out with them every day. They ain't like my close, close friend like that where we just hang out, just come over and just play 2K with. But I do call them when I have issues that maybe y'all can't help me with because y'all probably in the same place as me with this issue. Like, I'm only, I've only been married three years in November, right? Shout out to y'all. Hey, you feel me? Shout Period. out to the wifey, man. She bad. But like, I'm saying like, we've only been married three years. I can't call my other bro that's only been married three years. I might have to call my bro that's been married 15. Yeah. For the, for that help. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I got a five-year-old and a newborn. Hey. You feel me? Baby boy. Baby boy. Hey. Baby boy. Shout out to baby boy. But I may need to call my homie that got four kids and the oldest one about to graduate high school. You feel me? So right. it, it, you need people for different things. You know what I'm saying? So we got to understand that's important, too, with accountability. But That's good, bro. That's good, man. Talk talk to me, Eric, bro. Man, because I just think about accountability. And going back, you know, because, you know, the, the technical term is accountability partner. Yeah. You need an accountability partner, man. And this is the thing about accountability, bro. All right, man. Like, an accountability partner is somebody who you need to hold you accountable, accountable before you go commit that thing. It's, bro. All right. Can we talk about that for a second? Because Thanks, if I'm telling you, hey, bro, I need you to hold me accountable I'm only drinking water for this week. Yeah. Right. Hey, bro, you see me with some juice or something like that? Like, hey, what you doing? For yeah. sure. But even when I have the urge. That's what I need to call. Yeah. Hey, That's Silas, bro, to. I need you to, hey, tell me no. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Because if I come and tell you what I did after the fact, I'm just confessing. You're confessing. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just confessing to you. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing yeah. wrong with confessing because without... Without uh, 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 without transparency, you can't be delivered. You know what I'm saying? Without being able to say like I messed up, because yeah. then the third, you can't be delivered. You know what but I'm saying? But that's still like, after the satisfaction. You know what I'm saying? Falling short. For sure, yes. for sure. But yes. for the ones who are just coming into this faith walk, mm-hmm. or just this is a life lesson. Yes, bro. This really, this yeah, apply this when it comes to you know your walk in the faith, but also apply this when it comes to you in general, bro. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You need you need people who you can call. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At like one of the homies. I ain't gonna say his name. Whatever. He had him and a few of his other homies. They all struggled in uh, perversion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So pornography. Um, they had all downloaded the app that whenever they went to explicit site, it sent a text message to everybody. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It sent a text message to everybody. Yeah. Like they was up at 2:29 a.m. on Thursday. After they just got through from eating Cheetos. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Is, is like, yo, like, what was you doing on your phone with explicit content on your, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. holding that's, them accountable. That's holding accountable. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's uncomfortable. It's, uh, bro, accountability it's has never been never, one of the situations be. that's like, oh, ah, I just feel so good. Because yeah, let's nah. be, let's yeah. be honest, our flesh does not like being corrected at yeah. all. Yeah. Especially by somebody who we look at as the same level as us. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you, yeah, we've yeah. all been, and if you ain't had a job yet, you probably gonna, when you start working, you gonna see somebody who mm-hmm. think they the manager and they got the same position as you mm-hmm. it's like bro why is you talking down on me and we both been working here for two weeks yeah. Yeah. you know what I'm saying type yeah. stuff but like when that's the important thing about having the fruit of the spirit which is you know being meek bro mm. and, and being and being humble you know what I'm saying like cause if you are being humble you're able to take that correction mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you're able to receive that and be like you know what you write bro like I'm 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 a I'm a take that on the chin because when being corrected, bro, it don't feel good at all, man. Yeah. Like it does not feel good. But having that accountability part accountability partner to be able to say, yo, I 
I'm about to hit her up, bro. And you feel me? I'm about to go over here and do my thing. It's like, bro, do you really want to do that? Yeah. Like, is this going to be pleasing to God? You know what I'm saying? Like, and let's be a hundred. We don't want to call them. That's the thing. We don't want to call them people. Yeah. We don't, I don't want to call you so you can stop me or help me. Let me ask you, can it be embarrassing? Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I have my struggles with, uh, you know, sexual sin, mm-hmm. obviously, I have a son. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't want to talk to nobody about it. Mm-hmm. But you know what the problem was? I was enjoying it. Like, can we talk about that? Let's talk about it, bro. The pleasures of sin, yeah. regardless of how big or great it is, will never go away. Never will. So I'm, I'm going to save y'all some prayers. Don't ask God to let this not feel good no more because he won't answer it. It's supposed to feel good. It's supposed to. When he created it, it felt good. But see, the confinement of the way we do people. things. Yeah, we talking about sex. <laughs> <laughs> talking about that. But sex was supposed to feel good. It's supposed to. It was supposed to be great. It was supposed to be amazing. Yeah. You're supposed to want it. And it's, but okay. see, it's the way, it's when and where we do it. It's the confines. It's, it's the, the confinement yeah. of it. It's how we house it. Yeah. Like and and I want to I want to touch on every sin. Rather, if you drink alcohol, if you smoke, if you watch pornography and masturbation, all of those things will always feel good. Man, right. sin leads to f- destruction, bro. At least the, yeah. the Bible says the wages. The wages of sin. Wages. Yeah. When I think of that, it's like when you work and you get paid. That's your wage. Rather, sure it's forty dollars an hour, or five. That's your wage. I have to pay you this hourly for what you're doing. Sowing to the flesh, bro. You're sowing to the flesh. So the wages of sin is death. Death, bro. It's spiritual first, then it's a natural. You know what's crazy? Crazy though, man. The wages of sin, and also becoming a follower, or believer in Christ, both lead to death. That's good, bro. See, now you're getting too deep, bro. Let's talk about it. Not yeah. Because the wages of sin are what? Death. death. And if a man wants to follow Christ, he, he has must, to. First, the first one is to die, him, to die to himself. That's the first thing. Is to yeah. die to yourself. Pick up your cross and then follow him. Yeah. They both lead to death, bro. But one of them, one of them leads to resurrection, though. And the other one leads to the grave. Man, the good. other one leads to the destruction, that's bro. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's, hey, bro, that's amazing. I'm gonna throw a Bible out, adding Matthew the podcast. Bro, that's that's so crazy, man. Like, I don't remember exactly that where good, I heard bro. it from. They like, I forgot who said. I can't give credit, but somebody said uh, the cross is a, a direct reflection of life and death. Mm. So it's about life and death. Mm. So. um life because well death because you know we have to die this old man this old person that old nature has to be buried yeah. you know what i'm saying um um and then also like it's it's a representation of life because when jesus died on the cross we were able to be forgiven yeah. for our sins to, to be ru- yeah, to, for our spirit to be resurrected yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's a it's a reflection of life and death like you know, so that's that's just that's that's, that's super that's super deep. You know, um, about the sinner and the and the saints, yeah. they both they both gotta die, bro. They both gotta die. Somehow, <laughs> one of them leads to hell, they the both other one leads die. to heaven. One, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, one leads. Yeah. They both yeah. eternal though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they they both eternal. Yeah, Man. but only one can renew you. Only one, bro. Yeah, you was born into the first death. Yeah, you gotta intentionally die. Yeah, you have to intentionally yeah. die. You have to, and Paul said he dies daily. daily. He died daily. He said I yeah. die daily to myself. To yeah. myself, bro. You got to, bro. Cause let's be a hundred, man. Uh, 
You have to, cause it, that's why we're not supposed to worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has its own troubles. Today could be yeah. You have to. One of my biggest mindset shifts as I've been getting older, bro, is win the day. Yeah. Just win. What's today? Sunday, October thirtieth, mm-hmm. bro. You know what I'm saying? Let's win the day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to worry about winning tomorrow. What I, but what I can do is take the same tools that help me win today mm-hmm. and yeah. try to apply it tomorrow. Yeah. That's you know what I'm saying? That's like good. using that's the right. same. Cause that's a, that's the that's a, you need to need to put on the armor of God, bro. You know, yeah. pick up your shield of faith. Pick. Put up your short, your sword of the spirit, bro. You know, have your helmet. All of that, bro. You got to. Why? Because those things are what's going to keep you. Those things help you defeat the enemy day by day. Help you defeat your flesh day by day, man. You got to get this word in you, bro. That's yeah. Yeah. And then, like, man, just to add to that, you just to add to that, you have to be, like, conscientious of that. Because, like, man, when we think about today's world, man, it's like, Sin is being emphasized, like yeah, it's okay. emphasized, glorified. it's emphasized like glorified. by a thousand, glorified. you know, Jesus, because man. like TikTok popping, mm-hmm. Instagram popping, Facebook popping, YouTube popping, Netflix got thousands Literally. and thousands mm-hmm. of shows. Yeah. Um, it's so much stuff you. that's in front of our face, you know, so yeah. it's easy for that that old nature to be resurrected you know yeah, what i'm saying if, if your eyes if you're not protecting your eyes protect your eye ear gates, gates yeah. you know what i'm saying you, it's it's like it's hard it's hard it's hard well i say it's hard because it's, it's emphasized because everything is so accessible now yeah you know what i'm saying so no matter how old you are bro if you know how to use a phone yeah yeah it's right in front of your face it's right in front of your face so we got to keep that that old that old nature dead yeah it has to be dead and all the stuff that we talked about these are like tools yeah. tools to keep that that old nature like dead you know what i'm saying um having accountability uh, having proper discipleship all the stuff that we talked about these are things that's going to keep us from from going back yeah you know what i'm saying bro. that you that's need good, you need you need you, have that you need you need that community you need that discipleship you need to mm. um have a heart that's willing to serve you know that'll keep your heart on fire for god yeah. you know and all these things were like is meant to keep us mm-hmm. separated you know what i'm saying from like wickedness yeah. of the world yep. you know so um all these things matter. All these things matter. Bro, it's so deep what y'all talking about. Yeah. How you saying, Zach, how this stuff matters and you need that community because you said every sin is so accessible. Yeah. It is glorified. It's, the spotlight is on it. Yeah. So where falling short is, is, is as easy as turning on your phone. Right. But walking in God is a lot harder and it's supposed to be because it's a, a greater reward. There's no reward in walking straight in flesh. Narrow. It's at death. It's straight and narrow, right? Yeah. But Eric, it's something you said. You said that you live every day as if it could be your last because death is unexpected for all of us right for sure like okay july 8th my brother died this year right yeah. he got killed it's so crazy that a few days before he died he hit up my dad mm-hmm. it was like pops you know what i'm about to do this he was he, i'm not trying to share too much of his business but he was in the streets and he had told my dad you know what dad i'm gonna turn myself in and this is this is the reality of us in this walk in this faith um, death is still unexpected for all of us. Yeah. Um, he hit on my dad and said, Pops, I'm gonna turn myself in. I'm gonna do my time for this crime I did. And I get out, I'm gonna change my life. He had plans. He had plans. But being out where he was, he got killed. Crazy. It's crazy. And, and we don't understand that even as believers, 
when your day comes, you're going to have plans. It may be small or great. It doesn't matter, but it's important that we live every day for God so that when that day comes that we pass away, I can stand before God like I did the best I did. I could. And you know it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so important. And that's why accountability, even though it's not fun and it never will be, it's important. Yeah, bro. I, don't, I ain't never met a person who. I was like, I love being held accountable. Yeah. Hold me accountable. It's fun. Who rushes no. to be held accountable, man. <laughs> it's not fun. Especially by God, bro. Because let's be a honey, man. He the type. He's still the God of the Old Testament. He's still the God man. of the Old Testament. And you know yeah. them, when they was being bad. Hey, it was death. It, it was, was no change. Instant death sometimes, bro. Yeah. Like instant death, and that's it's crazy because they had to wait. I mean, you know, we can get into the old covenant mm-hmm. and how you know mm-hmm. they used to have the scapegoat, and mm-hmm. they used to. I think that was back in Leviticus or something mm-hmm. like that. They used to put their hand on top of the goat, and cast all the sins of Israel on the goat, and then send it out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We thank God that we got Jesus. Um, now who so you know me. died on going across for our yes. sins I mean we can go to him directly yeah. um, but just being able to understand like yo bro like I have somebody who I can talk to in my community bro mm. who has been where I've been yeah but even this is the great thing about God bro even if they cannot relate to you they can still give you the right answer they sure can cause it's Go to the Bible, bro. Yep. It's in the Word. And since I don't know, I'm about to learn with you. It's pro. I can you know what I'm saying? Too. I may not have had the same struggle as you. Because this is this is something that I had thought for a second mm-hmm. before when I was younger. I was talking to one of my mentors at the time. And he was like, man, I was talking. I was zealous. Man, I was probably like 12, mm-hmm. maybe 13. I'm like, man, like, you know, I understand, you know, sometimes you got to go through things in order to, you know, help people. Da, 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 da. And he stopped me. He was like... That's not always the case. It's not, bro. He was like, bro, do you have to be homosexual to help a homosexual get out? And I was like, whoa. Like, whoa, man. Of course not. Wait a second, bro. Don't be saying that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he was like, listen, you feel me? Like, chill, bro. But like, (laughs) it made me realize that, okay, bro, I ain't got to be Superman. Mm -hmm. I don't have to die for these people. He already, yeah. Come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? I think that's one of the things that we as as believers, we fall at. We try to be a, a, a hero. Yeah, it ain't our job to save people, mm-hmm. right? Our God to lead people to Christ. Yeah, He did. He said, "If I be lifted up, I will draw. Yeah. I'll draw all I men. Will. You I'll, got to. I'll do it. Yeah, you just gotta lift me up. Just lift me up. That's it. And I'll handle the rest. And I'll do. I'll do everything else that I said I was gonna do. Right, yeah. man. Just, just before we close out, I'm gonna yeah. add this last scripture. Uh, Hebrews 12:11 says, "No discipline seems pleasant at the time, Whew. but painful." That's good, bro. No. But painful. No discipline. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness in peace for those who have been trained by it. Yeah. Time out. You said no discipline seems pleasant at first. It don't. But painful. It is painful. It's painful. Without a doubt. But you said it reaps a harvest yeah. of righteousness. Of righteousness. That's crazy how just enduring will reap a reward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just enduring. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. Um, Gotta endure, man. Got to. Got to. Got to endure. So, a quick um, rerun of everything we talked about today. Let's run it back real quick. Let's run it back. So, we talked about um, the importance of community. We talked about uh, what community is. We defined that. We defined discipleship. Um, we defined what it is to be a disciple. Um 
we talked about servanthood we talked about how to figure out if you're in the right um place or right ministry and what what key things to look at um as far as the people around you that can be uh where you can be disciple you know uh healthy discipleship we yeah. talked about that unhealthy discipleship we talked yeah. about that um we talked about vulnerability and we talked about accountability and uh why both are necessary you know so um we hope today that you dwell on these things yeah. you know dwell yeah. on these yeah. things think yeah. about it think about it i hope that you took notes um and we hope that this encouraged we know that this encouraged and we know that this helps somebody mm-hmm. you know um Shout out to y'all. Yeah, yeah, shout out to the listeners. Man. Yeah, shout out to the know. listeners, man. Shout out to everybody that tuned in today. Shout out to um, the people who support us. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. Like, thank you. Um, anything else y'all want to say? Hey. Bless. <laughs> nah, y'all hey. made it to the end of this. Hey. Yeah. Hey. You made it to the real. end. We got a coupon code. We got a coupon code. <laughs> we about a, we about an hour in. Hey, we literally an hour in, bro. Yeah, man. If you if you listen to this, man, man, I might have to drop a. Uh, you might be able to use a discount code, man. You might. Uh-oh. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna say this. All right, chicken nugget, chicken nugget, right? Right. If you can DM committed on Instagram and say chicken nugget, chicken nugget, that lets me know you made it to the end and we'll give you a 25% discount on yeah, the store. Yeah, we'll so do it like that. that. For your whole entire order, 25% off. Yeah, we'll me. do it like that. All right. Yeah, I love bro. y'all, man. Y'all stay blessed. Eric, you all mine's clear. Yeah. All mine's clear. All mine's hey, clear. Hey, big nah, I'm just... <laughs> We'll see y'all in the next episode. <laughs> For sure, man. Right, let's love. get it.